Patreon.org. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where Wednesday is mug day with $7 Cousin Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, the MIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Two, welcome back. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you until noon. Uh, Murph and Andy, one, of course, KXNO. Drive today, Sean Roberts and TBD in here at uh, 3 o'clock. Uh, and then Hawk Central tonight at, with uh, Leistico mm-hmm. and Smith that uh, comes up at, uh, at 6 o'clock. Um, I'm assuming... Beatrice might be part of it. Just, just a guess. Yeah, just a little bit. So uh, early in the show, we were talking about you wanted to look around and find updated conference odds. Yes. for both the Big Twelve and the Big Ten. Did you were you able to find it? I was able to find not the division odds because I, more than anything, I would just who's the favorite in the West? Right. Mm-hmm. Curious with as bad as the West has looked, mm-hmm. Wisconsin was the preseason favorite. Iowa, and Nebraska were two, three, kind of depending on where you're shopping any order. That it was Minnesota, Purdue after that. I want to see what Illinois was because I, yeah, that's a real football team. They are a real I, football team. I'm feeling very confident in my over of four and a half of that. I, one. I know I keep saying this; it's true. They are a an awful, egregious officiating, blown replay mm-hmm. call from being three and zero yes. against Indiana. Hightower caught the ball three times, yes, in the same play, and wasn't able to get it. It now, was unbelievable. Disappointing for me. I also have an Indiana under ticket. That could have really swayed things. Oh, yeah, right. I wouldn't be counting money yet, but I'd be getting close. Well, speaking uh-huh. of getting close, I won one win away from the Kansas Jayhawks ticket cashing, also from the preseason. How about that? I wonder how many people jumped on that. It was two and a half? It was two and a half. That's a great story. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it is and it isn't, right? I mean, Kansas, if you're... I, I don't feel bad for Kansas anything fans. They just cut down the nets for crying out loud. Sure. But your your football team that's been a laughing stock since uh, the, was it 2009 the Orange Bowl or 8 whenever it was. Mm-hmm. Um they get there and uh, with with Mangino you finally look as though maybe your team's starting to turn a corner and the <laughs> the story of the weekend was oh your coach is going to Nebraska. Yeah, right? So I did find though the odds for to win the conference. So you got to win the conference championship game for this ticket to cash in the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. Found both of them. Well, the Big Ten is probably not a lot of intrigue because I don't think Ohio State's odds have changed, have they? No, you're still laying more than two to one. You're minus two twenty five currently. Who, at and if not them, who? Michigan. I guess I haven't seen them play. Trent. They, they've taken a step up at the quarterback spot. They I have guess. a more talented guy at the uh-huh. very least. And they're playing well. They played absolutely nobody. Right. That's my point. Wisconsin is the third choice Eh. because of the division. 12 to 1, though. At 20 to 1, I might take a stab at the Badgers. Well, somebody's going to represent the West. Right, right. And then it just takes one game, right? Uh Penn State's 14 to 1. Minnesota's now up to 18 to 1. Michigan State, 25 to 1. Who does Michigan have this week? Oh, UConn. UConn. Another brutal And then Maryland? Yes. Before the Hawks. So they're four zero for sure. When oh, they absolutely! Come to yes. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Good God, what a terrible schedule! They're going to be averaging fifty, a fifty point victory every single game. Well, and then it'll be interesting because and we still think, yeah. Well, we still think this is pretty special Iowa defense. Hawkeyes sixty to one. 
They were 20 to 25 save, to 1 save before your the money. season. Save your money. Let's go to the Big 12. Now, this will be interesting because of the parity in this conference. So where what did K-State start? Do you have any idea what they were in the beginning? They were in that 15 to 25 range, okay. I think, depending on the time of summer that you were shopping. Maybe early on, you could have got them maybe at a 30 or 40 to 1. There might have been a few of those, but not many of those. So I have to assume that they've been cut in half for sure. They're now 8 to 1. They're the fifth betting choice. Are they still five? Right. So Oklahoma's one. Yes, two to one. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State is two. No, they're not. Three to one for Texas. Can't, if be, Texas off a loss to Alabama got a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon, but okay. they lost and they don't have yours for. No, I know. I, I don't get and that. cards limping around. The third choice, Baylor. Even off that loss, double overtime. On the road, tough place to win. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I don't discredit them. I just think it shows that I thought some people overrated them coming into the year. Well, then I'm guilty because I picked them to win <laughs> the conference. team that I picked is Oklahoma State. They're still plus 650 at DraftKings. I told you I got them at 525 at Circa. I'm jumping right back aboard. In Are fact, you? as we're talking about it right now. At plus 650 with this Oklahoma State team? Well, and and there's anyone can win this conference. Yes. Well, maybe not West Virginia. <laughs> They're done. Right. Mountaineers are 80 to 1. Uh-huh. The Jayhawks are now 60 to 1 and not the 10th choice. Iowa State, 16 to 1. I was going to say 2022. And at that price, I would probably take a shot. 16, just a tick too low for me. Mm-hmm. What worries you about Iowa State after after two weeks? Their offensive line's playing well, Trent. Their offensive line, they held that 99-yard drive. That was a pretty good defensive front for the Hawks. Oh, absolutely. Right? And they gave up a sack. Wagner got to Deckers early in the football game. Third snap of the game, I think. Was it that early? Yeah. It was really? I'm not saying you're wrong. I think that was a play before the pump block. Okay. Um, And it probably does because you're in your 40s still. I'll (laughs) come talk to you when you're in your 60s. Okay. it's not the offensive line. I think the defensive line took a step forward this past weekend. Hard to tell a lot, though. Yeah, well, true. That's an inept offense that yeah. they were going up against. What worries you on Iowa State? Uh, I like the secondary. I like the way they've come together. I like it. I don't love it. How about that? I, I like a lot of aspects. I don't love it. And ultimately, this is what we're talking about to win a conference championship. Mm-hmm. you got to have something you love. Mm-hmm. I like a lot. I don't love anything yet. Is okay. that fair? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, linebackers? A lot of pretty good all over the place. That's true, including the linebackers. Mm-hmm. Gary Vaughn has had a real good start to And that's a season. step forward for the offensive line. Being pretty good? Massive. That's a step forward from Massive. where they've been. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. They've been, they've been really good. But to ultimately win it all, to win your conference championship, I think you've got to be special somewhere. I'm not quite ready to see... Anything, any position group that is special. So what if Baylor comes to town and and Iowa State picks them off? Oh, I think they will. Okay. I thought they will before the year. Then they go to to Lawrence the following week. Much more difficult than we thought. True, but still, you you should out-talent that that roster at this point. You're 5-0. And here comes K-State. And this is a test. It's going to be a big one. This is a major test. Mm -hmm. That's the the, uh, second week uh, of October. Then you go after that, you got to go to Texas. But the good news is there. Well, let me ask you if you think it's good news or not. Because Texas, the week before, would have played Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. Oh, absolutely. So I think they get Texas yes. at the right time, although they have to go there. Get a break, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then West Virginia. Get them at home, though. 
Mm-hmm. West Virginia at Oakey mm-hmm. State, tough. Texas Tech TCU to finish it out. So I picked them. What did I have them at preseason? Do you remember? Did I have them seven and five? I'm going to miss on Iowa. I've got them nine and three, and I'm I'm completely out to lunch. Let's see. Before the season, I go back and the seven and five or eight and four. You had eight and four for at, Iowa State. For Iowa State, feeling better about the eight and four. Feeling eight pretty four good about it. Good. Seven and five, I'm feeling good about that. That hits the over. We mm-hmm. both were on the over because this they were. State was it six or six and a half? Six and a half. Yeah, this closed at. Yes, that's mm-hmm. where it closed. At least it's circuit. It was six and a half. It was seven and a half for Iowa. I was on the under. You were on the over. Yeah, and I'm, I'm completely. Yeah, I mean, rip that ticket up now. If you had to bet the over right now, and Iowa wins, what would I put it at? What would I bet it at? If I gave it to you right now at six and a half, would you bet the over? Oh my gosh! You're thinking long and hard about it. I'm thinking I'm not going to take. I think. Well, let, let me get it in front of me. Let's do this. We'll do the same thing. All right. So they get their second win against Nevada. That's nice of you to say. Okay. <laughs> well, come on. You're, you're, um, <laughs> Piscataway's up next. They're losing. You think they are? The, this iteration of Iowa football, they're not beating this Rutgers team on the road. No chance with that defense, though. Yeah. I'm going to go a different way. That's their third win. Michigan? No. They're at three. At Illinois? No way. They stay at three. At Ohio State? Of course not. Home to Northwestern? Sure, give them a win. That's four. At Purdue? (laughs) We've seen this. Home to Wisconsin? We've seen that. I'll take them at home. I'll take them. That's five. They're going to be... Gray Mertz stinks. He's played better this year. At Minnesota? What about Iowa's quarterback? What would you say of him? If Graham Mertz stinks. <laughs> uh, Trent, they're not winning. They beat Nebraska. They'll beat Nebraska by then have checked out. Won't they? Won't they? More likely. Losing record or Iowa even gets to 8-4. and four. Oh, losing record. They're not getting to 8-4. and four. Now, I think it's somewhere in the middle. More likely. 7-5 and five or 5-7. Five and seven. Uh, seven and five. You're being awful nice. I am being awful that, that nice. That softness is coming through again. Keegan Johnson, Nico Regani. The stats don't blow you away, but it can't be much worse than what they're trotting out there. Um, I'll go seven and five. We'll take a break. Stuart Mandel, I'm sure he'll have something to say on Iowa, but we're not going to linger there. We're going to move around college football with Stuart Mandel. We'll start with the Hawks. Uh, Mitch Holtis is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to do them in the same segment. And then come back yep. and finish things up with your play of the day from Circus Sports. Mandel, next Miller in Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 on KXNO. Tomorrow, week two of the NFL begins with Thursday night football. And you can get ready with it with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers, if you haven't jumped aboard with DraftKings, here's a great opportunity for you. Bet $5 on any football game. You'll get $200 in free bets instantly. And here's this promotion that was so popular last week, opening week. It's back for another week. And what is it? Well, if you want more action, all of DraftKings customers can experience the thrill of the early win promotion. Very simple. You either bet on the Chargers or the Chiefs to win the football game tomorrow. And if it any point you're in the game, the team that you bet to win leads by a touchdown. You get paid instantly, even if that team ultimately loses the game. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code KXNO and get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Again, promo code 
KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions do apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You've been waiting for it, and now it's here. Fat Charlie's. Now open in Urbandale, an upscale sports bar with over 50 TVs. A brunch menu available every day starting at 9. On the weekends, free pancakes for kids. And don't forget about the Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar. You want pizza while watching the game? Fat Charlie's has fresh homemade dough. Make your way to Fat Charlie's, 121st Street. Get your podcasts. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-8. home selling team? Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage. And I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with a company that you know. A company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866 or online. Wolf Roofing. Joined by Dr. Heidi Bell from Elite Eye Care, University Avenue, West Des Moines, and the Eye Company in Ankeny. Dr. Bell, tell us about vision therapy. Not only are we doing vision therapy to rehab visual issues that are impacting reading, learning, and sports in general, but we're also using vision therapy to enhance visual skills like eye-hand coordination, timing, reaction speed, and overall accuracy and efficiency. To get started with our sports vision therapy, get a comprehensive eye exam at either of our locations at the Eye Company in Ankeny or in our West Des Moines location. That's Elite Eye Care in West Des Moines and the Eye Company in Ankeny. And online, iDoctor... 100 bets off. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Stuart Mandel from The Athletic Momentarily. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's coming up uh, in the same segment. We'll get to uh, Mitch in about 10 minutes or so. Of course, Chargers and the Chiefs Thursday night football uh, tomorrow night. Right now, let's get to Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. Stuart, Trenton, Ken in Des Moines. Uh, sure appreciate you coming back on, Stuart. How are you? Two weeks, or I guess three weeks into the season. How you been? I've been great. I've really enjoyed the start to the season. It's been a lot of entertaining games. Uh, except for if you happen to be at Kinnick, where you can't really say the <laughs> yeah. same. Uh, uh, so, that's not what I would consider to be. Inter- although I was pretty riveted by the uh, South Dakota State game. But no, I, I understand that that would not be. Those two games would not be up there on the entertainment list. Yeah, so what do you make? Uh, you've covered the sport for a long time. Kirk Ferentz has been doing what he's been doing for a long time. The dean of college football coaches. Um uh, longevity-wise. What do you make of this, Stuart? I mean, um, it, it just seems like I, I, the fan base believes he's out of touch, but he sees practice every day. Why, what's, what's your theory as to why they keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result with uh, Spencer Petras? Um, to be blunt, I, I think when it's your own son who's the offensive coordinator, you probably can't see objectively. And it reminds me a lot of, um, you know, back in the 
early 2000s, mid 2000s, you know, kind of the, the beginning of the end for Bobby Bowden was he was uh, very adamant about his son Jeff being the offensive coordinator, and their offense was got worse and worse every year. Um, Joe Paterno, much the same with his son Jay. Just not a lot of great examples out there of, you know, instead of hiring the best person for the job, you hire your son. Uh, because, like I said, I mean, if it was my son, I don't think I could see it objectively either. Mm-hmm. So um, he's not going to fire his son, obviously. He's not going to, um, you know, I, I don't know. I can't answer about the QB situation exactly, but in terms of why this offense is kind of stuck in the mud, I think it's pretty much that. Very scary a chance to pull it out of it because you're right. There's not going to be a firing. You're not going to fire your son. It's just impossible to happen. Let's go to the top end of the sport. Alabama survives, George, after how good they looked in week one against Oregon. They have now vaulted up to the number one spot. How much better is Georgia, or at least do you think Georgia was, than he did coming into the season? And is this real problems with Alabama? Are we trying to manufacture something after a tough win against Texas? I mean, I couldn't have been more impressed with Georgia against Oregon. Uh, you know, they lost so many guys in the NFL on defense, and they came out and dominated that game. I'm always a little uh, careful about overreacting to a week one game because for all we know, I mean, Oregon was ranked what they were ranked, but it was a guess, right? It could Maybe it turns out they're a 5-7 and seven team this year. I don't know. Um, I was at the Alabama-Texas game. There, It definitely, uh, you know, it raised concerns because the, the two areas that maybe had question marks coming into the season about Alabama were receiver and offensive line, and they were definitely the um, glaring weaknesses during that game. Receivers couldn't get open for most of that game until uh, until the, the last couple drives. And Texas, who I don't think yet has elite talent up on the defensive front, was able to get good pressure on Bryce Young. But, you know, I have seen this before many times with Alabama. They look vulnerable. Everybody wonders, is, is this the year? And then they, they go and steamroll people. So, you know, let's see if that continues to be a theme or not. Um, before necessarily assuming that they won't be back in the mix for the national title. Uh, your your thoughts on uh, on what's going on or what went on in Lincoln? Of course, Scott Frost has been uh, shown the door after they got blown out the way they got di- uh, the way that uh, they did uh, the other day. Uh, Trev Alberts, if he waits till October the first, he saves seven point five million dollars. There's some people that believe Stewart. I'm not sure where you fall on this. That you know he did it now as much as he didn't want uh, Nebraska to put together you know a couple of wins when he couldn't ultimately or make it more difficult to fire Frost. Whatever the case may be, who he is out. Uh, were you surprised it happened this When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quickly. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't wait till October 1st. I mean, I figured it would come at that time. Uh, but I guess, it, you know, I guess the situation was so desperate that the money, didn't, you know, didn't become a deterrent. Uh, you know, I could see why with, um, of course, we don't fully know what's going on behind the scenes, but it does seem like, based on some of his comments after those two losses, that, I mean, he, he blamed his OC for one game, he blamed his DC for this game. You know, it was clearly things were not going well, and I think maybe uh, Trev Alberts wanted to end the drama sooner than later. They've also got 
um, Nebraska, I mean, Oklahoma coming to town this week, big, big noon game, a lot of spotlight going to be on Nebraska. Did he maybe not want the main storyline to be, is, is Scott Frost going to survive or not? So, mm. um, you know, I think it's crazy that we've reached a point in college football where somebody will spend an extra $7.5 million like it's nothing. Right. Um, but that is the kind of money that's floating around, especially in the Big Ten. Makes it a little easier to swallow $7.5 million. Urban Meyer being talked about as a possibility. Two questions on that. Urban Meyer, he has been very choosy of where he's gone, places that you can win a national championship recently with Florida and then, of course, Ohio State. Do you think Urban Meyer would even look at the idea of Nebraska, not knowing if he can win at the highest level? And would Nebraska be interested with the black marks from a stop in Jacksonville? I think the issue is more the latter. I don't think Nebraska would want to hire Urban Meyer. Yeah, me neither. Um, he has just he just has so much baggage at this point in Nebraska. I believe is one of the you know places in the country and programs that you know has a, you know. I mean, one of the reasons Bo Pelini, who <laughs> seems like a miracle worker now, uh, was shown the door is he was too controversial and. You know, I think he, he's very mild. Uh, his controversies are very mild compared to Urban Meyer. So, you know, I, and I don't even know at this point after what happened in Jacksonville that there's a lot of confidence, frankly, that if he comes back to coaching that he would be, um, you know, the Urban Meyer who won national championship. But, um, I can understand why his name will continue to come up for jobs like that. I don't see it happening. Uh, Stuart Mandel from The Athletic is with us. Stuart, we talked to you in August. We talked about what we thought at the time was going to be uh, a real wide-open Big 12. Uh, from what we've seen so far, it looks as though that theme still is there. Uh, your thoughts on what we've seen two weeks into the Big 12 play? Have you, has there been a team that's played that's caused you to change your mind, whether you're, this team may be better than you thought or maybe not quite as good as you thought? You know, the crazy thing is, there isn't anybody, maybe besides West Virginia, who I'm like, oh, this team, I was wrong about them being uh, too good. Uh, <laughs> it's more that I'm concerned that I, uh, that I, you know, I didn't give Texas enough credit, didn't give Oklahoma enough credit. Um, it's, it's fascinating. You know, I'm sure, you know, look, somebody who we think is really good is going to turn out not to be. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen that yet. Um, and, and if anything, I'm feeling a lot better, uh, or so far, I guess, uh, feeling validated about my taking yep. a leap and picking Kansas State yep. because they've they've looked great um, the first two weeks and uh, and and I you know whether they actually win it I don't know but I certainly think they'll be a contender. So it's been talked about here Kirk Ferentz has still got forty eight million dollars seven and a half million dollars thrown away at Nebraska for Frost to get rid of him a couple weeks early but that is nothing in comparison to Texas A and M. As Jimbo Fisher is owed in excess of $85 million. The disappointment of last week's loss, Miami on top this week. What's the future of Jimbo Fisher, and why is this so difficult? Is it still, we anticipate, hey, recruiting class, and they're going to continue to hit the ground running? What's wrong in Aggieland? Yeah, well, Jimbo Fisher's not going anywhere, obviously. It did feel like this was, I mean, A&M fans have been so, so, so bought in on Jimbo. And this was the first loss where I could tell afterward there was a lot of, 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 you know, what's going wrong here. You know, like the actual criticism of Scott, of, of Jimbo Fisher. I mean, you know, look, they've, they've recruited at the highest possible level. Their defenses have been great. Their offense has, other than maybe one season, Kellen Mond's last season, 
been very mediocre and, and last week just plain bad. So, um, you know, and, and the irony of that is that what's Jimbo Fisher's whole coaching uh, acumen? He's known as the quarterback whisperer. Mm-hmm. He's known as, you know, for his offenses, certainly the Jameis Winston one being the highlight. So, um, you know, that's, it's not exactly like Iowa, but it's, you know, it is a coach who has been doing things a certain way for a long time. And, and people are rightfully wondering, hey, is your offense, you know, behind the times? Uh, there's no reason why, with the caliber of athletes he's recruiting, that they should score one offensive touchdown against Appalachian State. Now, he could switch quarterbacks. He's got, I mean, frankly, I was surprised Max Johnson didn't win the job in the first place. He was, he had some, um, Really good performances for LSU last year, including against A&M in the regular season finale. I'm sure that like, he's the one to practice. Whatever he saw from Haynes King um, convinced him to be the starter. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, you're going to need to see some considerable improvement this week against Miami, or he's going to have to consider making that change. A couple more minutes with Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. Uh, Stuart, who's the fourth-best team right now in college football? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. Um Michigan's ranked there, and I'm and I'm good with that. Um, they, but but I have with the full admission that they haven't played anybody. Right. They're not going to play anybody this week. We won't really get a good sense of them until the fourth week of the season. But you know, I wrote about this in my mailbag today. I don't envy anybody who's a, any pollster. Uh, Chris Vanini on our site does his one through one thirty one. You get some. It's not so much four. I'm happy with Michigan being there. I'm fine with Michigan being. It's a five. And you're like, is Clemson the you know the fifth best team really? Yeah. Is USC the seventh best team? <laughs> Woof, this is a flawed field. You know, I'm sure we'll get some more clarity on it uh, over the next couple weeks, but it does feel like there's a pretty steep drop off uh, starting around four or five. And could be a possible path of some goofiness coming into that last spot, as we of course saw last year with Cincinnati. Wrapping things up, my final question. I'll let Ken finish up with you here. And, and looking at you go around Notre Dame. Marcus Freeman's hired. Oh, what a home run this is. Lose a tough bowl game. All right, you lose to Ohio State, but you look at, and then last week happens. It's Marshall, and it's Notre Dame, and the power of that program, and, and the difficult nature once that ball starts, that boulder starts rolling back on you, it's tough to stop it. What do you think about the start here, and how quickly could it go south for Marcus Freeman if this turns out to be year one and a 4-8, and 5-7 and seven type of year? Yeah, I mean, I think, obviously, I don't think anybody's going to throw in the towel at on him after year one, but I think this has been a bit of a um, return to reality a little bit. Like, oh, we did hire, you know, in the in the excitement of, you know, they were feeling very spurned, obviously, by Brian Kelly. You know, keeping Marcus, being able to keep Marcus Freeman and being able to keep Tommy Reese was really galvanizing for the fan base. And now he's 0-3, and, and it's kind of starting to set in like, oh, yes, we, we hired a 36-year-old coach who had one season as a Power 5 defensive coordinator. Maybe maybe he wasn't quite ready for that. So I still think he can be a really good coach. I don't try to judge anybody after three games. But clearly, um, I mean, one thing Brian Kelly, say what you will about Brian Kelly, and they would get blown out in the playoffs and whatnot. They took care of business against teams like that. He had mm-hmm. won 42 straight against unranked teams. It's very um, uncharacteristic of recent Notre Dame teams to – lose at home to any unranked team, much less one from the Sun Belt. So um, I think that's a bit of a humbling moment. And also they lost their starting quarterback. Yep. This year. So, you know, it's, it's looking to be, 
you know, any any hopes they had of being like a New Year's Six type team, I don't think that's realistic at this point. And, sir, we'll get you out of here on this. We have not spoken since the uh, playoff expansions become official. What we're still waiting for is the uh, is the year that is going to happen. Uh, is there a chance? I mean, it's $450 million you're leaving on the table if you keep waiting. I think that was the number I saw. Um, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Can we get it in 2024? What's the likelihood, Stuart? We'll uh, leave you on that. I think that the way this went down, where the pre- where the commissioners, you know, basically reached a stalemate, and we're gonna and we're gonna be willing to punt until 2026, and the presidents came in and said, uh, "Not so fast." Um, I think they're gonna have to. I think the mandate from the presidents is figure this out, and it's gonna be complicated. There's so many contracts, and you know, obviously the TV piece of it. But I think that when your bosses say try to get this done for 2024, you get it done for 2024. Um, what that will look like, I'm not sure. But uh, I, I, that would be my expectation at this point. Maybe they say not quite that, but we can do 2025. But clearly they don't want to wait. Or they don't, Like you said, they see how much money. I think the president saw how much money they're leaving on the table and said, uh-uh, you go, get, go figure out a way for us to get that money sooner. I'm all for it. Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. Stuart, thank you. Appreciate you coming on, as always. I know there's a, a good uh, incentive over at The Athletic to uh, to sign up right now. I know you saw some TV advertising. Uh, good to see. Uh, thank you, Stuart. We appreciate it, and best of luck to you and your entire team over at The Athletic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Stuart Mandel from The Athletic. Uh, let's go from uh, from Stuart Mandel to Mitch Holtus. He is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Papa John Central Iowa makes that possible uh, for us. He joins us this time each and every Wednesday throughout the regular season, with the exception of the bye weeks. Hello, Mitch. Trent and Ken, how are things? Uh, great. Busy, fast, and furious, as uh, Andy would say, especially with a short week and having a road game on the West, well, in Pacific time zone. It's been... Uh, been a mad scramble, but a huge game tomorrow night. Oh boy, it sure is. Uh, before we go to take a look at that game, let's uh, look back and you know the um, anybody that feared that eh, it's not the same team without Tyreek Hill. <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes certainly put on quite a show. Uh, you couldn't ask much more for the uh, 2022 debut of the Kansas City Chiefs than what you saw Sunday. And I'd ask the question again: which te- which coach um, in the National Football League prepares it? There you go. Team better than Andy Reid. I mean, nine and one in openers, six and zero on the road in opening week games, and Mahomes is now five and zero in opening week games with eighteen touchdowns and no picks. I mean, it's just it's the stuff I talk about with you guys in the spring and summer in those training camp reports. It's it's not a lie. I mean, and uh, for them to come out just guns blazing and. And Arizona was missing some dudes, but that's still a playoff team from a year ago. And the Chiefs defense played up to what I thought they would do in what we discussed. But now you got to go again uh, on a quick, short week against a really, really talented Charger team. A lot of talent in that running back room as Isaiah Pacheco, he went off, mm-hmm. had a big performance. Of course, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, McKinnon was back there. A little bit of everything in this one. That running back group, Pacheco, what was it about them? They took a flyer in the seventh round. What did the Chiefs, what did Veach and company see when they uh, took a shot in the seventh round with Pacheco? Yeah, I'm going to do a minute with Mitch Special on seventh round picks next week, uh, I think, for our good friends over at Fox 17. Um, the what, what they saw in him, and let's be honest here, COVID pushed two classes into one. 
because I've asked uh, Brett Veach, like, well, how did this dude last this long? And it was really a glut of running backs because of COVID. And he just, Pacheco kept getting pushed down, but you're talking 220 pounds of 437. <laughs> and a guy that kind of got lost at Rutgers. He stayed there, could have transferred. He stayed there because of all the family tragedy he went through. And he's a smart, tough dude. Um, and then he's a great compliment to the rest of the room. I think health, in the case of Clyde Edwards-Alaire, is big. We've seen this early in the year with Clyde. Now can he stay healthy? He'll have a chance to stay healthier because it's a relay race. And he doesn't have to run the run the baton all the way around the track. He can hand it off to Pacheco or McKinnon, and all three were effective. Uh, let's go to tomorrow night. You mentioned the quick turnaround. It is the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, in my eyes, the, the uh, two best teams in the division. Herbert v. Mahomes, the quarterback battle. Boy, there's a lot of reasons to tune into this game tomorrow night, Mitch Holtis. This got a chance to be really good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's got a chance. If you right now, I think that I mean the the Chiefs came out guns blazing, but I think everybody thinks the Bills are the best team in the league. League and second are the Chargers. And until the Chiefs beat them tomorrow night, that that discussion's going to be there. I, the Chargers went all in. They they have just spent a lot of money and a lot of resources to come after the Chiefs. I don't want that to sound arrogant. It's just when you win the division six straight years. Here come the Chargers. They spent picks on their offensive line. They got the Northwestern kid, Slater, Rashawn Slater at left tackle. They got Zion Johnson at right guard, first-round pick. They spend money on defense. Uh, they go get Khalil Mack, who destroyed the Raiders with three sacks. Um, they've got a fast defense. They get, you know, uh, they, I mean, they just didn't invested a lot of time and effort uh, into this team. This is a really good Charger team, and I would tell you, Ken, there are no weaknesses. I don't know if they're going to be fully healthy tomorrow. And I know they're not going to have Keenan Allen probably, but the question will be J.C. Jackson, who many think is the best corner in the league, and they spent a bunch of money on him to get him away from New England. Uh, but they're just they're loaded, man. They've got dudes all over the field, both sides of the ball. So it'll be an Amazon Prime game. Could have a few mm-hmm. more uh, listeners coming up uh, tomorrow night with that one because mm-hmm. well, maybe even my partner because he's going to get mad. He's going to throw his remote and he won't be able to figure it out and. And suddenly he'll flip on the radio and listen to you. Mitch, uh, with that, what about in the Kansas City market? It, they will still get the game yes. locally, yeah. and, and the way that that works out. Do you know, is this a one-year deal, or is this going to continue in perpetuity with these streaming games on Amazon? Some questions you ask, I can't answer. <laughs> and I can't answer that one. I do know that it will be on in this market, but you too also know the Chiefs Kingdom is vast. We have the largest network in the National Football League now on the radio. Wow. The largest, numero uno. Huh. And there's so many markets where Kansas City is what the 27th market out of 32, I believe, in the National Football League, but the 32nd market in the country. But that doesn't take into account the Des Moines, the Omahas, the Lincolns, the Springfields, the Wichita's. The Columbia's just city, the Topeka slash Manhattan-ish markets, and all those. Remember when when Iowa and the Big Ten Network had all the issues mm-hmm. where so many Hawkeye fans couldn't get those games? There's going to be this tomorrow night. There'll be some wailing and gnashing of teeth because either people don't want to get Amazon Prime just for a Chiefs game, 
Um, I mean, there's going to, or they can't find it or figure it out. I mean, it's 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 going to be some angst uh, tomorrow night at about seven ten central in a lot of communities that listen to you and around the Chiefs Kingdom. Indeed, there is. Mitch, just real quick, um, I've got ten seconds on this. Then Papa John's is one of the reasons that the network grew. Well, Patrick Mahomes, uh, but the fact that the Rams are no longer part of that, that a lot of affiliates maybe opened up. Actually, mostly it was due to Mahomes. Yeah. We have Lubbock, Texas. We've got Dallas. We've got, um, and a little bit of the Rams market open it up. And then even in some of the other areas, um, Iowa and Nebraska, just because of the success of the team and the popularity of Mahomes. So those, those are the two big deals. Speaking of I'd pop- like to tell you the play-by-play announcers are going to be a lot. <laughs> uh, speaking of popular, Papa John's very popular tomorrow night, right? You may be frustrated with you can't get the game, but at least you can sit back and enjoy some great pizza. Yeah, Thursday nights are big. Now, when people figure out Amazon Prime, they're still they're going to still get their pizza. Ken, you nailed it. Uh, but these are big nights. The Donaldsons told me in Des Moines, in the areas of of Iowa that they serve, if it's a Sunday night or Thursday night, Monday night game, and it's involving the Chiefs or some of the other popular teams in Des Moines, like the Vikings, huge nights for Papa John's. So what I would do is go to PapaJohns.com. Check the specials, but I would also be thinking ahead. Uh, ordering online would be great, but tomorrow's going to be a big pizza night and a big Papa John's pizza night, and hopefully a big night for the Chiefs. I'll just put it this way. The Chiefs are 31-5 and against the AFC West the last six seasons. Three of the five losses have been to the Chargers, mm-hmm. and all three of those losses to the Chargers have been at GHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Go figure. <laughs> Hard to believe. Mitch, thanks for doing this on a short week. We will talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you, Mitch Holtis. Appreciate it. Boys, thank yep, you. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we'll come back, finish it up. Trent's play of the day. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. 106- Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now is your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. You've been waiting for it, and now it's here. Fat Charlie's, now open in Urbandale. An upscale sports bar with over 50 TVs. A brunch menu available every day starting at 9. On the weekends, free pancakes for kids. And don't forget about the Bloody Mary and Mimosa Bar. You want pizza while watching the game? Fat Charlie's has fresh homemade dough. Make your way to Fat Charlie's, 121st Street in Urbandale. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage. And I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with the company that you know. A company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866. 
or online, wolfproofing.net. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day, presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Pick of the Day. When was the last time you had pick of the day? Yeah, that needs to be plural. <laughs> right. Welcome well, back. night. No, Mr. Monday Night, yeah. though. That wasn't you. That's Mr. Monday Night. No, that's right. know. Uh, Miller and Condon, welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station. It's 106.3 KXNO. So by the time the Twins take the field tonight uh-huh. uh, at Target Field, they will have known if they've got a chance to make up ground or uh, hold their place as both the uh, the Guardians and the White Sox have day tilts. Either one of those floats your boat or where are you going? Yeah, we're going to kick things off. How about this Cleveland? How good they're playing. How bad the Angels are. Quantrill, who's been solid. Mm-hmm. Minus 108 is all you have to lead. Okay. I'll, is it the Mike Trout factor? Maybe, but what has happened the last two nights? Huh? He's hit a home run and... They've lost. And the Angels ultimately <laughs> lose. Yeah, give me Cleveland minus 108. Uh, speaking of those twins, it's too good to be true. They won a game yesterday, had a no-hitter into the ninth inning. We'll take the Royals plus 180. That's how beaten down Granky versus Sonny Gray. Yeah. Feels like a great matchup in 2009. <laughs> it's 2022. Feels like that's where my TV will be set tonight. 668. Uh, two more plays tonight. And so, what I messed up with the Dodgers, they had clinched a playoff spot yesterday. Not the division. Last night, they clinched the division. So, we'll go back to the well, only plus 115, though, for the D backs. Maybe a lot of people are buying into doing your the theory. Thing. Yes, it very well could be. And finally, did you see the police blocked off the pool at Chase Field last night because they didn't no. want the Dodgers to celebrate in the oh, drink? Really? I guess they did last year. Yes, I do remember that. Now, that you uh, say and that. the the police uh, they uh, surrounded the pool. They did not want any Dodgers in the water. No Dodgers in the water. Well, we'll be playing the D backs tonight. And finally, another afternoon game. Give me the Padres plus one thirty eight at Seattle. Pretty toss up pitching matchup, I think, in this one. I'll take the plus money with the pods. So it is Cleveland minus one oh eight, Padres plus one thirty eight, Royals plus one eighty, and the D backs plus one fifteen. Do you feel like it um do you have to bet teams that are still alive? Not something to play for? No. I, I think you get in trouble actually when you do that. I think you you have to continue with the way that you normally handicap because how many times you have to get this and then they don't. Mm-hmm. We've seen that just too many times. I, I don't think you can handicap that way just looking at it. This team's in, this team's out, this team has something to play for, this one doesn't. I think you get in trouble doing that. All right, so tomorrow on the program, Stephen M. Sipple covers Nebraska for the uh, Lincoln, well, not for the Lincoln Journal Star, from On3 Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be joining us. His normal spot is going to be Thursdays throughout the rest of the regular season. Can I tell him I told you so on Scott Frost now? Why not? You'd be right. 11.05, Sipple will join us. We'll get the latest on, uh, on Nebraska uh, and uh, what they're going through over there. Uh, he's 11.05. We'll do some NFL as there's a pretty big tilt as we just talked yes. to, to Mitch Holders. Do you have a feel for that game tomorrow? Uh, leading Kansas City. Are you? Yeah. I think you're going the other way, aren't you? I just love this Chargers team. And Mitch said it. Chargers have played well. They have. Casey compared to everybody else in that division. I think that uh, they're the team to beat in the West. Well, Kansas it's City. still Kansas yeah. City and Patrick Mahomes. Did you know that they had the big, biggest uh, network? I didn't. No, that's cool. That surprised me a yeah. little bit. All right, that's going to do it for us. Murph and Andy at 1. Cakes and No Drive at 3. And Hawks Central tonight with Leistikow and Company at 6. Have a great day on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.